0: Out count Welcome to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with me. I have Dr. Putalil on the show with me today. He is the author and referred to us by one of our favorite people, Devin Blaine. All right, uh, Dr. John, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Um, Dr. John, give us some background on yourself and wanted to know what you're doing, because this is November. It's National Diabetes Month.
1: I graduated from medical school, I went to internship, I did um, fellowship, I was practicing in the state of Texas for 35 years and I got interested in the management of type 2 diabetes. Later on I got interested in cancer when I was diagnosed with it and in, we, I wrote, I studied the physiology of hunger and satiation type 2 diabetes. And I published three books: one, "Eat, Chew, Live," regarding how to prevent type two diabetes; the second one, uh, "Diabetes: The Real Cause and Right Cure," how this is to is eight steps to reverse type two diabetes; and the third one, "Surviving Cancer." Okay. Um this is a three hundred twenty seven
0: billion dollar problem in the united states there are more people coming down with diabetes than most people uh, imagine let alone the growth rate growth rate of of this disease that's taking over america talk to me about the real causes of diabetes and some of the uh... steps that people are taking to alleviate the problem of of diabetes with themselves but what what Americans can do across the country or around the world to to, to work on uh, curing the disease?
1: Well, since you are coming from the business angle, let me first talk about, if I may, about the cost of diabetic care that you correctly mentioned and how we can immediately reduce some of the costs because the healthcare cost is affecting everybody we are all paying for it either through our insurance or through our taxes so if we can immediately reduce some cost i would like to address that first and then we can go on to the physiology of diabetes and what individuals can do to control it is that okay yes please now as a general rule we monitor programs whether in business or in medicine to find problems and or add value, when we don't find a benefit we stop the monitoring program so that we can save time and money. Just to give you an example with regards to type 2 diabetes, when people are diagnosed with type 2 diabetes they are encouraged to do self-monitoring of blood glucose level also called home glucose monitoring. On an average, it costs $700 per person per year. With 33 million people currently diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and 80 million pre-diabetes. If we consider just half of the diagnosed people, that is 16.5 million, times $700 per year, each year we are spending about 10 billion, upwards of 10 billion dollars on this program of testing your own blood to identify the blood sugar value. What do we get for it? There is no evidence to suggest this program of testing oneself and identifying the value of blood glucose at any time has caused any benefit such as improves the quality of life, increases the lifespan or reduces the incidence of complications in Type 2 Diabetes. In other words, right now, we can save 10 billion dollars year after year by stopping payment for this procedure which of no practical value. In fact, it may improve the quality of life of some people because they get anxious when they see the blood test result higher than they expected. In addition, some people, I have seen myself increasing the l- dose of insulin because the blood test value was higher than they thought or they thought they can control their A1C better with insulin injections. This in my view is not an appropriate way of treating type 2 diabetes. In type 1 diabetes insulin is a lifesaver, but there is no scientific evidence that type 2 diabetes can be controlled by use of insulin. Yes, insulin does reduce the blood glucose level, but where does that glucose go? It does not go out of the body. It is converted into fat by the liver. How can that help you? It can only add to fat in your blood, blockage of arteries, and complications such as heart attack, stroke, kidney problems and the rest. So, the question is, how did this come about? And I am sure, Michael, you have heard the theory insulin resistance. Is that so? Yes. Have you any idea what that means? No. No. If I bring you food right now and if you refuse the food, are you resisting feeding? Can I say that? Sure. Go ahead. Will that be correct? Let me drive the,
0: the, to the heart of this before we run out of time. What are the eight okay. steps to reversing diabetes that can be done uh, with in as little as eight weeks?
1: Well, the, the 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 that came about from the Australian study in 1970, where the Australian researcher took ten people with type 2 diabetes, aborigines, who were on oral medications and asked them to go back to the um, jungle and live like their ancestors did. And within 7 weeks, they lost weight, they reduced their medication, they stopped the medication and their blood sugar came down to normal. Why? They ate everything meat, nuts, vegetables, fruits, animal products, everything, what they did not eat were grains because there are no cultivation of grains in the jungle. So this is what I am proposing, that the whole type 2 diabetes problem started about 50 years ago. What happened before that? we had the Green or Agricultural Revolution that produced an abundance of grains all around the world. And when you eat grains you are eating literally glucose because each kernel of grain contains thousands of molecules of complex carbohydrate. Each molecule of complex carbohydrate contains up to 200,000 molecules of glucose. So if we can cut down the food that will be absorbed into the body as glucose, you can immediately lower your blood sugar. So, this is the number one idea or suggestion I am making. Try that for about two months. You will see for yourself. Then, look in nature. Are there any foods that an adult human can consume without chewing? None, unless you consider honey. So, most of the foods are processed foods, now we consume, they require very little chewing. When you stop chewing, you swallow each bite of food that you take in. So, you are consuming faster and because you consume faster, you eat more. That's a problem. We are not eating enough vegetables. We are not exercising enough. All the standard things that you have to do to maintain your health, you have to do that one by one then you are in charge of your health. You cannot depend on a medication because when you take a medication like insulin, it does drive the blood glucose level down, but it it does not save you from complications because that sugar is not going out of the body. We are spending, by the year 2030, we will be spending 1.7 billion dollars a day for because of diabetes and related health problems. No country can afford that. We cannot afford it. Medicare will go bankrupt unless we control this problem. As I said, insulin resistance is a concept that was proposed because there was insulin and glucose at the same time in the body. And they said the body or especially the muscle cells are not responding to insulin but they twisted it and said the muscle is resisting insulin. But the point is, muscles are working even when you are diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You can run, you can play, you can jog, you can play athletic, athletic without any problem. That means muscles are generating energy from a different source, just like a hybrid car that can run on gasoline or electricity. Muscles can run on glucose or fatty acid. If there are excess fatty acids in the blood, muscles automatically switch to fatty acid burning. And that is what is leaving glucose in the blood, even when insulin is around. So it is not an insulin resistance problem. It is a problem of over-nutrition, with excess fatty acids and muscles switching to fatty acid burning, leaving glucose in the blood. That is the real problem. We have to reduce the total amount of energy intake to what you can burn between the meals. If you eat more in one meal and if you don't burn the energy, it will be stored as fat. This is why weight gain in relation to your fat storage capacity. For example, take a young woman with no family history of diabetes, no previous history of diabetes, Getting preg- becoming pregnant and developing gestational diabetes in 8 weeks. Why did that happen if she had no family history or previous history? It is because she was eating enough, more by encouraged by friends and family for two people, so, so to speak, and she filled up her fat storage capacity and the fatty acids are elevated in the blood her muscles switch to fatty acid burning, leaving glucose in the blood. So this is what is causing the gestational diabetes. After delivery, when she loses weight, she has emptied the fat cells, the glucose can be stored as fat and blood glucose level goes down and she is free of type 2 diabetes. The same thing can happen if she gains the same amount of weight later on in her life. This is why many women who have had gestational diabetes will develop it again earlier than others who did not have gestational diabetes. This, is, this also explains why some people who may be 100 pounds overweight but still have normal blood sugar because they can store their fat outside the blood. And some lean people or young people when they fill up their fat storage capacity they can become diabetic even though they may not be considered obese based on standard weight tables. What you are inheriting is your fat storage capacity. There is no gene, no type 2 diabetic gene but if you fill up your fat storage capacity then your muscles can switch to fatty acid burning and you can develop type 2 diabetes. So, if you want to avoid type 2 diabetes, yes, you have to reduce your total energy intake, but in the modern day diet, in the developed countries, 50% of the daily energy intake comes from grains and grain based grain flour foods. In developing countries, it is 70% of the daily energy intake and this is what is driving The type 2 diabetes around the world, not only in developing countries, but also in developed countries. All of this is in in your book, Dr. John,
0: John. is all of this in your book, uh, Diabetes, the Real Cause and the Right Cure? Yes, it is. Great. I want to thank you so much for being a guest on our show. I really appreciate the time that you spent with our audience and myself.
1: DrJohnOnHealth.com is my website. Beautiful. Thank you, Dr. John. Thank you. You're welcome. You've been watching CEO Money with Michael
0: Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And don't forget to download our new app on iOS and Android, CEO Money.